0: I hope you are having an amazing start to your new year. I have been thinking for the last couple of weeks about Legos and robot vacuums. (laughs) And I wanted to come and talk to you on it about here because I'm a mom of four children. My kids are, everyone's having birthdays right now. So they're about to be 14, 12, 10, and seven and it all happens between february and june. We get through the holidays and then we go into birthday season. February, March, April and June, and then we have the summer and then it's my husband's birthday, then it's thanks then it's halloween, then it's thanksgiving, then it's my birthday, then it's christmas and then we start all over again. So, I always promised my stepmom I would never have a baby in may because she said that would be horrendous for the family calendar. And I laughed because I thought, well, I would never have a baby in May because the month of May is worse than December for moms because of all the school things that happen. Anyway, all the moms know what I'm talking about. So Legos, whenever I hear my brain talking to me and it's trying to talk me out of something, I liken it to my six-year-old who's about to be seven in June, and I think about how he's always asking me for a show. Now, we have a rule in our family that you can't watch a show until 2 p.m. This goes for summer vacation. This goes for any school breaks like Christmas break or spring break or Saturdays. On Sundays, we don't typically let them do their normal routine. We like Sunday to feel different. So they don't get to watch a Netflix show, but they can watch a movie together as kids in the teen room I usually take over the TV upstairs in the main family room and I love to watch house renovation shows or pool building shows or Downton Abbey, like you've heard me talk before. But on Sundays, I watch TV in the afternoon and whatever, something that I can watch with my kids around something like that. That's not going to, not going to be something that I don't want them seeing or anything like that, but we just make it like a family day and we don't always do that, but sometimes we do anyway. So. My six-year-old, he struggles with this more than the other children because obviously the other ones are older. They know how to look at a watch. They they have a perception of how, you know, in four hours you're going to be able to get a show. But we started doing this when my oldest was really young because he has, I have two children with diagnosed ADHD, my oldest and my youngest. And my oldest used to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and be so hyper-focused on having a show that he couldn't sleep at night. And so we had to make a rule in our family really early on. This happened when he was, gosh, like... I don't know, two or three years old. And so we made a rule in the family that we don't wake up and turn the TV on. And it's just been amazing. I'm so glad that we've trained our kids to do this. Even with uh, cell phones, they're not allowed to uh, wake up and check their phone. They have to wake up, get their supplements, get their breakfast, get ready, do their chores. And you know, do other things on the weekends. It's not until two o'clock that they are allowed to have a show. Now this sometimes backfires on us because if we want to go do something as a family or if Sean wants to take a child to go do something, sometimes they will say, no, I I just rather stay home. I don't want to go out and do that because we won't be home by two o'clock because it's so limited when they can watch screens that they know if they're not home during that two to four o'clock window on Saturday, that they're not going to get to watch screens at all. So that's the one flaw in the system, but we work around it and we try to make everything fair and, and give everyone what they need and, you know, explain that we actually don't need screens. Anyway, it's, it's an imperfect system, but it works for us. So the youngest Gibson Dean, he, struggles with when two o'clock is. So for example, over Christmas break, Sean took the boys, the older boys to go up and go snowmobiling at our cabin. And Dean stayed home with me and it was 10 a.m. And I was getting on the treadmill to get my workout in. And he came down and he said, is it time for me to have my show yet? And I said, no, Dean, it's not. It's still quite a while away from 2 p.m. And he said, oh, no, I don't want you to be talking to me. Don't you say that to me? And all of a sudden it just hit me. I said, oh, my gosh, it's his lower brain. And this is what I do to myself when I am trying to have something right now also. And so I want to tell you about how to deal with your lower brain like you would a six-year-old because, There are many different ways to deal with our brains when they are talking to us and telling us that we don't really want to do the things we plan to do. We really just want to show, right? In the literal sense or not the literal sense. So for example, let's say that you decided in the new year that you were going to rank up. It might be that you're going to hit your next rank. It might be that you're going to go to one of the top three ranks of your company or the top of your company, whatever it is that you've decided in your New Year's goals. And if you haven't set a goal, I want you to seriously assess why you haven't set a goal and what is keeping you from setting a goal. Question yourself on this because setting goals is proven to make you more successful. And people that write their goals down, it's something like they're 86% more likely to achieve their goal than someone that doesn't. If you don't write your goal down, you have a less than seven 7% chance of ever achieving it. And some people will tell me, well, I, I just have a funny thing with goals. And if I write them down, then I don't actually achieve them. And that's just a made up story you're telling yourself. That's not even true. And I can show you scientific research and facts over decades and decades and decades that prove it wrong neurologically. But if you want to believe that that's true, you totally can. It's just that it's neurologically not true. So you can just let go of that story right now because writing your goals down will absolutely make you more successful. So if you, whatever goal you've made for yourself this year, first off, I want you to write it down. And then I want you to ask yourself, how am I going to achieve this? And the most fun way that I have found to do this, and this is going to be my challenge to you today, is to write a letter to yourself on fr- from your future self on December 31st of 2022. I want you to do that in the next seven days. If you can just go ahead and get it done tonight, wouldn't that be fun? Let's just check it off the list tonight. It will only take you about 5 to 10 minutes and you absolutely have the time. And if you're laying in bed tonight and you remember, oh my gosh, I was supposed to write that letter to myself. Emily said to write that letter to myself. Just hop out of your bed, go get a piece of paper off the printer and go and write the letter. It'll only take you 5 or 10 minutes and you'll actually fall asleep faster after you write it. And what you're going to do in this letter is you're going to write a letter to yourself from your future self. And it's going to tell you what you did to make it to your goal. So if your goal is to hit the top of your company this year, if the goal is to hit your next rank in your company this year, if your goal is to lose a hundred pounds or start drinking less or stop drinking altogether or to mend a relationship with someone or to just like yourself this year, which is the best thing that I did for myself in 2021 was I used the model. And when I talk about the model, I'm talking about circumstance, thought, feeling, action, results. That's what I teach here in the On The Rank podcast. It's what I teach inside of my member community as well. Is I used the model to just learn to like myself. It's much different than loving yourself. And loving yourself is just a whole other layer of that. But learning to Accomplish whatever it is that you want to change or do in 2022 with the model is going to change your life forever. And so I want you to write a letter from that future version of yourself, December 31st, 2022. How did you do it? Whatever your goal was. And I want you to get really specific. I want you to write a letter that says something like, Hey, you, but address yourself. So mine would say, Dear Emily, you were so worried. Last year, when you at the beginning of this year, you set the goal to hit this rank, and you're you were so afraid to do it, and here's why, and list out all the fears. And I just want you to know that you don't even need to be afraid of any of these things because they're all just a made-up story in your mind. Because what actually happened is you started doing weekly events, you started deciding the night before, what you were going to do the next day. And for every single day this year, you did what you said you were going to do. And you followed through and you did your follow-up and you did new reach-outs and you enrolled... 10 new people every month because of it. And every single month you brought in a new business builder. And this is how you did it. You talked to people about the business every single time you signed them up. You told them how much money they would make. You asked them to post on social media. You got them started on their products. You checked in with them. You took, you looked after them. You made sure that they had an amazing experience because you showed up, you did the uncomfortable things, and you changed. Your behavior and your habits, because you knew that this was possible if you just believed it was possible, and then you just list out the different, the new events that you created and how often you did them and what they looked like and 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 all the things that you're worrying about in on in January of 2022 when you set your goal, you you address those worries and you say it wasn't even an issue because this is how we handled it. And you totally surpassed your goal. In fact, in January, you enrolled this many people and you had this many points. And in February, you brought a new business builder on because you did a live event and you hosted it at this place. And you invited people through this message that you sent out and as specific as you can get. And then for the rest of this year, I want you to go to work and do every single thing that you told yourself worked. Because the exercise of doing this is what taps into your fu- wisdom from your future self. And when I have done this exercise for myself, I've done it three times since July. So it's been seven, six, six months, almost seven months I've been doing this. Every single time I've done it, I have achieved everything on it the exact way that I listed out. And I was able to come up with ideas that I wouldn't have had otherwise. It's so powerful and it's going to change your life forever. And all along the way, you're going to have the six-year-old saying, can't we just watch a show? Do we have to wait till two o'clock to watch a show? (sighs) Why do I have to clean up my Legos, mom? I don't want to clean up my Legos. I want to leave the Legos on the floor and just speed up the time to watch the show now. But here's the thing. If you don't pick up the Legos now like you planned to, meaning send your messages, do your IPA, do your follow-up, ask everyone to post on social media when they order their products or when they have success, go out of your way to learn a better way to get people to share what the products or the business are doing for them so that you can help them develop more people themselves so that you can grow your team through duplication If you avoid doing all those things and you watch the, I'm doing air quotes, you watch the show early, it's going to cause more problems for you later. But see your brain, it thinks that if you just watch the show now, you can clean up the Legos later and it won't even really matter if you clean up the Legos, but your brain is absolutely wrong. And I hope you're seeing the analogy here because the Legos are the things in your business that you don't want to do. The Legos are the discomfort, the embarrassment, the exhaustion mentally and physically, the avoidance of fear. That's the Legos, all the things that bring up the negative emotions, all the things you don't want to do because you don't want to be that girl or you don't want to come off in that way or you don't want people to think this or that about you. All of those things are the Legos. And when you don't pick them up, like you said you were going to in the time and on the day that you said you were going to, what happens is, is the robot vacuum comes to clean up the living room, and it sucks up the Legos you left behind and it breaks the vacuum. And then you have to hire someone to come fix the vacuum. And that's going to cost you money. And that's going to set you back. And then you might decide that you don't even want to hire someone to come fix the vacuum. You might as well just buy a new vacuum. So then you're out another $200. This is all hypothetical. I hope you're following. The point that I'm trying to make here is that every single time that you avoid picking up the Legos every single day, you leave a mess that causes a problem that sets you back later. And your brain thinks that by not picking up the Legos today at the time you decided to do it, it thinks it's avoiding the problem. But it's only making the problem bigger later down the road. And so every time that you hear yourself saying, it doesn't matter if we message three people a day, it doesn't matter if we post regularly, it doesn't matter if we don't try to get people to come to the event that our team is hosting this week. Everyone says no anyway. We shouldn't even reach out. That is your little lower brain telling you, let's just watch a show. Can't we just watch a show at 10 a.m., mom? I know the rule is 2 p.m., but can't we just watch it at 10? No, we can't watch the show at 10 because we have so many other things that need to happen first before we can watch the show at 2. There's a reason we don't watch the show till 2 p.m. It's because we want to challenge our mind. We want to allow boredom. We want to allow discomfort. We want to... Provide an opportunity for discipline every day to make the bed, to clean up the toys, to wash the windows, to scrub the toilets, to unload the dishwasher, to load the dishwasher, to walk the dog, to read a book, to spend time connecting with other humans. And if we started watching TV at 10 a.m., we would miss out on all of those other things that we would have done that would have challenged us and pressed us forward. The 2 p.m. show can come later. We can rely on it. We can count on it. It's always going to be there. But it's the work we do before your quote unquote 2 p.m. show That moves and drives your business forward every single day. It's the people that you message that you weren't going to message. It's the event that you were going to blow off. It's the call you were going to skip. It's showing up for those things that will bring in the person you weren't going to recruit, that you weren't going to ask to post, that you never expected they were going to do the business. It's doing the failed event that they came to, that they were never going to come to, that ends up sharing, that takes you to the top of your network marketing company in 2022. It's picking up the Legos when you don't think it matters. It's putting them away every day because you said you were going to. Sending the messages, following up, doing the events that you don't think matter. And all the while, I just want you to expect and anticipate that your brain is going to say to you, this doesn't matter. Why do we have to wait? Why do we have to do this right now? Let's not do it. One day won't matter. Let's just skip it. These things don't matter. Nothing. None of this ever works out. And then you're going to talk back to your brain and you're going to say, shh, I know. I know. It might not. might not even matter. But you know what? I don't want to risk breaking the vacuum because that just causes more problems later. It wastes my time later. So decide what you're going to do in your business the night before. Write it down and do what you say you're going to do. Because as you do this, I promise you, you're going to develop trust within yourself in 2022 that you didn't even know was possible. Your business is going to go forward. And when you hear yourself and notice yourself trying to talk yourself out of your goals and tell yourself that it doesn't really matter and you didn't really ever want to do it, nobody ever really is successful at this and why were you so foolish to believe? When you hear yourself telling you those lies, that's your lower brain trying to get you to watch a show before 2 a.m. And what I want you to do is I want you to say out loud to yourself, it's okay, brain. We're just going to pick up the Legos right now. We're just going to get it done. We're just going to pick up the Legos. It's going to be fine. And then I want you to do it. And I want you to expect that it's going to be uncomfortable and that you're not going to want to do it. Because I promise you, when you do the things you don't want to do, it will set you up to do the things that you want to do time and time and time again. And this is what will change everything for you in your life. Go pick up those Legos. Have a great day. Who is your life coach?